This is CliffCentral.com. Good evening. Welcome to the Country Duty Show on CliffCentral.com. My name is Dumisole. My handle is at Dumisole on Twitter. Um, before I even get in, it's just been a crazy and very interesting week um, on Twitter. Um, today has just been on another level. There's the Macfish, Macfish rather challenge, which is a top trend as we speak. Um, and as you would know, it started as a result of Macfish tweeting a picture of hot sticks and saying RIP. And it just shows you to a certain extent. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there are two options or views rather. And, and one is it just, you know, um, perpetuate the stereotype that all black people are the same and it's, it's very unfortunate and unbecoming. But black Twitter being what it is, um, what they did is then they started the Macfish challenge, which is one of the greatest and very innovative challenge. Um, and it's just really been crazy. Some of us were, were tagged as cops, um, preparing for country duty and it's the most hilarious thing. So, when you have time, um, in fact, you can do it now while you're listening to the show and also send us your tweets and use at leafcentral.com. My handle is at Dumisole. Tag at Rami Chuene as well and we can take it up and, and run with it. Today's show is very interesting because it continues from a theme of discussions that we've had on education and education is a very important thing. But before I get head over hills and and run with this whole thing it's very important that i also say hi to um rami how are you i'm cool how are you Dimi? i'm well thank you and yeah. how's the week been yeah i wish it was like end of the week but hey i mean no one is complaining but it's it started okay yeah and then of course you know brahu being brahu did his thing yes and um yeah and it hasn't been the same since. I can imagine. I mean, 2018 is off to a rough start. Um, Yo. We've lost a few um, people and, and very influential people. And, yeah. and it's very unfortunate. Yeah, no, definitely. But for you, though, Rami, especially as an entertainer and musician as well, what, what does this mean and what has it meant for you, the, the passing of um, Brahu? You know, the passing of Brahu, it's it's it's... I think we will forget that he was 78 years old. Yeah. And for a normal human being, 78 is quite a lot. You know, yes. we feel that, you know what, he has had it, his life he has lived. But then we didn't have Brahu for 30 years because he was not in the country. He wasn't allowed to be, to, to be back in the country. I right. remember my first encounter with Brahu was back in 1995. Yeah. And he had a show, Kokipis. And, um, and he performed, it was, Packed all the way outside. People were were standing outside listening to him play inside. They yeah. couldn't even see him, but he had um, he had a run from Thursday until Saturday night, and all those three nights were sold out. Wow! People were sitting on each other's laps. Okay, and uh, it didn't matter whose husband was uh, belonged to who. Yes. Yes. You know, and you know, bodies were touching each other's bodies. <laughs> And in Eretabahorbona, we all want to be here. Yeah. So excuse my invasion into your space. We ended up sitting with couples that we did not know. But for yes. me, it was good because I was working at Kipi. So yes. I managed to see, to be there for the whole three nights. Lovely. And that's when I fell in love with Marketplace, the yeah. song. 
I think it's one of the most beautiful love songs we've ever had in the world. And now that was my first encounter and my last encounter with Brahu, yes. well, which was not like on a one-on-one, but it was when he was performing at the Mzanzi, um, Mzanzi Viewer's Choice Awards, yes. which actually turned out to be his last performance ever. Yeah. Until he passed on. That was his last performance. And guess which song he performed that day? Twitter? Marketplace. No, I think we're going to line it up. Um, <laughs> you've been, you've been hovering with the song and, and it seems I, like. I think it's, it's like it's one the of the best songs and, ever. And we're going to and, have a short and, yes. And, and I think also, I think the, which is something that we should, we'll probably start with, you know, the tribute to Bragu yes. next week once we've done with our, 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 our education feature for the month. Yes. You know, discussing the, 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 uh, he was not just a musician, but he was Indeed. an activist. He was, he was a rebel. He was, uh, he was, uh, uh, he, he, he was a man with a cause. I mean, the things that he has done, you know, socially, economically, he was aware, he was in it. He was, that is why everyone, you know, a, a man who is like 70 years old, we want to go, but brahu brahu, you know, and, yep. and I think that is something that we can never, um, we can never get rid of. Absolutely. Everyone just felt, you, you, you know, when you're with Brahu, you felt like he, you belonged. It doesn't matter. Yeah. From any genre of music, Brahu was in it. Any kind of discussion, he could easily participate. Yes. He could actually give guidance. He could actually argue. He could, he could do anything and everything think of. He was such an all-rounder. Yes. He was such a, 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 a welcoming person. He was warm and he, he, he knew how to get out of himself to accommodate someone else. And I think that was, that, that's what has been one of his most special gifts. And yeah, we truly appreciate that. that that's lovely. I mean, as I said, you know, in, in my intro, it's very unfortunate that some of us have never got a chance to, to, to see him and, 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 and a legend as he is. Yeah. But I mean, from what you're saying, it's definitely, and it was a magical moment. Definitely. And, and I was trying to put a picture of, of myself things. with Brahu because everyone kept putting their pictures. I was like, okay. but, but, but I'm glad that you didn't. I mean, Mark Fish, uh, had hostings oh, and, and, and now Twitter's going crazy of on course. the on the on the Macfish challenge I like, and stuff. I, I'm loving the Macfish challenge. It's it's amazing. It's, it's crazy. It I, is amazing. I, but but it also talks about the stereotype, as I said, yes. and, and and how you know some white people see us as the same and stuff. The same. And, but and even when you're an a, you're, you're a legend like Brahu guys, yeah, seriously. This is the thing. I mean, one other tweet that I saw and it was very funny. They they they, they compared gunmen from Yizo Yizo with uh, Chief <laughs> Justice uh, <laughs> and said, you know, I didn't know that you know from <laughs> Hizo Hizo to straight to the constitutional court, and I think that was the most hilarious thing. But but what it does, and for me, what it shows, you know, despite um, the sadness, and also from a political point of view, with the madness that it's happening, yeah. South Africans will always give you humor, and they will always stay true to the course. And, yeah. and I think we, we we need to acknowledge that and and, and yeah. be great. Um, but without really wasting time, we have very interesting guests today, and and we we have lots to talk about. Mm. And we, it, as I said, it comes from our theme of unconventional. Our careers um, yep. that you had suggested. Not everyone is a doctor or otherwise. But before we get our guest on and introduce them, I think we must just play that song um, that you've been hovering about and stuff. Um, let, let's see what. How we do can you do. not have it? No, 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 no. Okay, well, well she's on. She's on together. No, she's on two percent or everything. No. But a plan will be made definitely. <laughs> no, we will have it we'll as a. It. We'll do it next as, week when no, we do. We can have it even as an outro. Um, technology yeah. is very interesting. We'll find but it. But let's, let's just play one song. Um, use, um, beautiful song and, and we can introduce our guests.
And we're back. Uh, welcome to con- hashtag country GT on Cliff Central. Uh, dot com. Please get hold of us. Our number is 079-748-2090. Or you can get us on, um, Twitter on social media at country duty ZA. Ne? Yes. I and you can get hold of us at Dumisole at Ramitrene. And please remember the hashtag, please hashtag country duty. And we are talking about unconventional careers. And Dumi, are you going to introduce our guest? Yes. Um, I always prefer that our guests do their, their part and stuff, but I'm, I'm happy to introduce them. Um, over to you, Chef Lelo. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Chef Lelo. Nompumelelo born in Deep Kloof, and I'm a professional chef. Welcome. Yeah. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. Thank you. And brother man. Um, my name is Gananelo. Yes. Um, I was born in the Val and raised in Alberton. Yeah. And I'm a professional photographer. Great stuff. We we have a very interesting mix yes. of guests. Though. Yes, um, I actually like that. Sure. I like I like the, the the mix, and I like that they're actually quite extreme. Yes, because you know, um, you know, when you grow up, and then there's always one about the mayangadi camera. Yes, and they're like, would you like a photo? Exactly. And then they have to come back four days later. Camera man. They're still going to develop the pictures, and then they have to try uh, to to get catch a taxi to town. Yes, and get to the to the uh, to the. Uh, Co- uh, okay, yes, but look out what they picture. But can't, yes, you know. And then sometimes they would use those old cameras that had the flashlight that yeah. turned four times, and then next thing the picture is not looking that good. And I'm thinking, ah, you wasted a flash, you know. Yeah. And but we never thought, we never, I, I, like back in the day, I never imagined that being as a professional. A career like people who work for the newspapers, you know, whether it's like bu eh, bu mama, little mang bu bu, kanagbang tato kumalo, it is Alf Kumalo. Alf Kumalo. And those ones, they were they were not necessarily photographers. I, in in our head, we think, yeah, but they were they were working for the newspaper and happened to be able to use a camera. Yeah. But you don't think, Corey, someone woke up and thought, I want to be a professional. Photographer, yep. you know, and then now all of a sudden, uh, professional photographers are all over the place. And I mean, I have a very good friend of mine, Spiwam Klambi, he's a photographer. And I said, they're buying all these lenses, and the price of the lens, you can actually buy a car. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. hello, but 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 I think, I think, yeah, and, and you're absolutely right, it's it's and, somewhat and then we actually realize this is something serious, it's serious. Yeah. it is serious because now photography is not just like. Uh, taking pictures of people, but it's actually um, uh, capturing history, capturing moments, yes. life-changing moments that are going to go down in history as one of the yeah. most weather influential, catastrophic, whatever. And we actually realize how important it is. That's actually so, correctly expressed. Eh? Yeah. And how do you, how did you decide to get into it, and why? Is it because in Osahone you didn't know meds when you didn't know meds? But um, I'd say that for most of it, um, how I got into photography was actually through the arts. Uh Um, Because I think I started art from primary. Mm -hmm. And why I enjoyed art was the fact that... It's in art, fine art, you were drawing. Yes, Yes. correct. Um, That one of my teachers said that there's no mistakes in art. So (laughs) I hate getting wrong things. So Uh, and then they'll say, but uh, listen, this is such an amazing thing. Expressing yourself. So it can never be wrong. And I think that's why I fell in love with the art. And that's how I went into photography and different types of arts. Yeah. Wow. Lovely. And, and any support? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Go, go sorry. Ahead, to, because ahead. now, you know, 
Okay, maybe you guys are young, younger than some of us, because we didn't, you, you didn't just wake up and say to your parents, I think, you know, my teacher thinks I'm a great artist and I've, I have a way of expressing myself, so I'm going to be a professional photographer. They'll be like, no, no, you can do that on Saturdays, but Monday to Friday. It was a very difficult conversation. And, and how I did it, please many, tell us like, how that went. I think it's very difficult because you need to understand that our parents were never exposed, um, to, you being an artist I mean it's it's not seen as a career mm-hmm. so it's very difficult to explain to your parent and trust me I've got educated parents that went to university so for them they can't understand why do you even study that yes. when there's cameramen yeah hey <laughs> cameramen hey yeah. um but maybe Chef Lelo um how did it come about um you know just woke up I remember back in the days and without necessarily re- revealing some of um, our ages, family. <laughs> Don't we, we, th- there used to be a, a subject called home economics, hey, uh, and, and you know well, you would be be, people would be baking and, <laughs> yeah. and, and cooking. But yeah. the, the young generation you either did really home economics that. or sewing. Yes. Yes. It wasn't yeah or, or typing. typing. <laughs> it wasn't fashion design. It was sewing. Yes, you were either sewing, typing. Or, or home, home economics, economics. But, but or how, did, how did how did it come about? Um, is this where it started, or mm, what's up? No, when I left school, I think they were just phasing out home economics, so I didn't do it. But I've always cooked, and then I had my spin with the corporate industry for about ten years, mm-hmm. and I was retrenched in 2015. Yeah, where then I decided to go and study. And what's funny is my story is quite opposite to yours. When I said, this is what I'm going to do, they were like, why didn't you do that all along? What were you doing the whole time? Yeah. Because yeah, we all knew. We all okay, knew. Tell, what did you do in terms of corporate? Wh- yes. Wh- what kind, what kind I was in the finance line of life. Like, as in, like, go banking, like. Neki, dia, kamoka, sisi. Interesting. Uh, I don't even like, like. I wouldn't like if I found you in a bank. I wouldn't walk up to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Why not? I, it's like I, I can't even. I can't even match match you with finances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, when you get all these stilettos, Hey, hey, please. come this way. come this way. So yeah. So that's where my life was. And um, when I was retrenched, I phoned my sister. That's the first person I phoned And I was like Listen I'm getting my Retrenchment notification I'm not doing okay And she was like Oh so And I was like so mm. She was like Wow this is like The universe pushing you To study what you've Always wanted to do Yes And yes. that was that And decision made And decision you know, made Family supporting you All of it All of that All of it Well when I like What can I say It's like You know we've got uh, Cameramen mm. And photographers Yeah But with Even with With cooking We've got those ladies who specialize. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not a chef. She's a cook. But when, when we want butternut early. But why it's butternut. You understand? And the next thing, where where is the, the, the difference between being a cook and being a chef? W- what is it? And, and and I think that's a very important question because at the end of the day, um you see you know, everyone can cook or most people can cook. Yeah. And, 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 you know, does that necessarily mean that you're a chef or you're just a cook? And, and is there really a distinction? In, yeah. In any? Is it maybe it's in the presentation? I know, I'm very, like, I'm like, it's a very sensitive subject for me. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, culinary school is very difficult. It's and expensive. It's, it's very expensive. But maybe before you speak about it being difficult and sorry to interrupt. Yeah. How do you get in? And, and, you know, you spoke about, 10 years being corporate and stuff is there something that you studied for and and you know you took it up as a course or you only go uh, through it via um, culinary school 
you go through it through culinary school. Yeah. 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 So but tell us about your journey there. How do you get in and how do you apply for someone who's listening? No, the application process is quite daunting because you fall, like you fill out a 13 page application yeah. and like it's filled with questions and, um, you go for a taste test, which was the most daunting for me because I thought my palate is not very refined. So <laughs> I'm not going to get that right. And yeah. And then once you've done your taste test, you're in there, but it's not quite difficult to get in there. It's very expensive, but not difficult. I was going to say, can we talk about the finances? Because I think, isn't that one of the biggest, the biggest challenges? I'm thinking even with photography, come yeah. now. I mean, uh, my, my daughter did fashion photography. Sure. She wasn't even trying to be like the yeah. photographer. She was doing fashion photography and she's actually a fashion designer, but she just wanted to get like a general, uh, overview of being able to present what she's doing, what yeah. she's making. Yeah. And hey, those cameras are expensive. Eh? They are very expensive. Even with a student card. They are very expensive because I even remember that, um, even my course at the university that I studied at was even the most expensive course because of the equipment that they lend you yeah. or let you borrow. But at the same time, you also have to buy your equipment. Um, I think, um, also thinking about it, we started off at about 45, um, when we started the course and I'm actually realizing that, uh, by the time I graduated, there was only five of us. And the three, the other three actually failed. So basically two people out of 45 made it. And the Whoa. biggest contributor could have been finance. Mm-hmm. Wow. So at last that's off with 45 people. Kind of. That's what you say. Yep. 45. Then it was eventually there was like eight of you. Then like well, how many? <laughs> five. Five of you. And the other three, obviously we got them in third year. So which means wow. only two basically made it. But... It's a finance thing as well. Mm-hmm. It is a finance is. thing. Yeah. But then how do we get, because what, what made us to talk about, uh, to have this, uh, conversations, yes. uh, throughout this month? It was because we feel, uh, that most people end up, in, uh, end up being in careers that they wouldn't necessarily choose. But because right. of challenges like exactly. finances, for instance, yeah. Yeah. they know that I won't be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And we don't have institutions that support or that would give loans or scholarships or bursaries Correct. for careers like and culinary, for photography. They want the ones that the traditional ones yeah. that we know that you're guaranteed. If you yes. say you're going to be a doctor, Correct. you will definitely be a doctor and you will go to study Komedunsa or go UCT or whatever. But now in being in photography, doing, um, uh, culinary, being a designer, being a musician, being a fine artist, there is no guarantee. So that Definitely. is why people don't want to back those kind of careers. But then is it that not limiting the African child, Bagiti? It is. In my opinion, I think that's rather unfortunate because um, if you look at South Africa in, in my career, tourism is one of our biggest mm. incomes in the country. Yes, and yes. I mean, if you had the best chef, the best um, hotel staff, that would put you, set you apart from other countries. Uh-huh. If, if, yeah. I can say that. So, the, like, our country not taking those careers seriously is kind of off for me. It's very it sad. sad. Yeah. Because, you, you know, when you say that, you let me not cut you off, but when you say that, you remember that, um, you remember that, um, some of our, uh, renowned chefs in yes. South Africa end up being handpicked by other countries to exactly. come and Indeed. head their departments overseas then you know people like well, Benny, Benny yeah. you know like I don't think I don't know if South Africa can still afford someone like Benny to be there and I mean there was a time where Les used to 
to be um, Chef Richard Branson yes. mm-hmm. for quite some time. But it's because they don't take we don't take that seriously. Not at all. Like um, when I left culinary school, the hotel where I did my apprenticeship. Yeah. So by the mm-hmm. far a list of what the salaries were. Yes. <laughs> You wanted and to I'll, cry. And I was like, no, <laughs> excuse me, no. But, but I mean, and, and uh, one question came up, and, and, and I'll ask, um, we've been asked by Munawa Mamsi. Um, his handle is at TVSOM on Twitter. Um, says, does photography pay? Pursuing your passion is key, but you can't be passionate with an empty stomach. And, and I think that question applies to both of mm-hmm. you. And, and from what you were saying, Jeff Lelo, insofar as salaries, and I think it's very important that, you know, for people who are listening and intending on pursuing such a dream, how did you find that? And, and bear in mind, as I said, Carolina, insofar as, um, uh, Pursuing passion and whether it pays. Mm-hmm. How did you find the, the salary, especially coming from corporate? How was it? It was gross. Like that is, I'm sorry for my language, but it was. Gross. No, here we we are not at SAPC. Uh, yeah, we are uncensored. <laughs> so, so we are uncensored. Yeah, yeah. Um, uncensored. You know, you, you you can call it what it, it is. It was gross. Yeah, because I think that salary is what I earned at my like my first job. I think I worked at a club promoting. Yes. And I was 19. Yeah. So. I, I wouldn't take a salary I earned when I was but 19. What made now. you stay? Or, or, or what, what then happened? I mean, I think your story yeah, is very no, important yeah, for someone who's, who's listening. But yeah. I, I had a specific vision in mind. Yeah. So even when I went to culinary school, it wasn't with the intention to end up at a hotel or at a restaurant. I've always wanted to be a private chef. Mm-hmm. Like I love meeting new people. So that allows me to do that. Yeah. So I go into different homes. Every other week and I cook in different homes I meet different people Other people leave you alone in their kitchen Other ones want to hug you And stand like you're going to steal a pot or pan So that is How the fun experience for me <laughs> So somebody actually gets Lelo to come in It's like sweetie I've got six people coming to my house on Thursday Sort this thing out Can you sort it out That's exactly how it happens <laughs> And then do you do that whole thing before they eat it? You call, They call you in and then yes. you're like Okay guys for starters This mm-hmm. is what you Entree Whatever Exactly The things that you The big words that you use <laughs> And sometimes it's paired with a wine So then I'll go through the whole process That okay I've chosen this dish Because other people don't even give you um, Direction as to what you should do So you just put it together Based on maybe the host If they may be colorful and fun You're going to use mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. So you pair it with the wine And then you you go through the whole meal and explain why you've paired it with a certain wine and why you've gone with a certain meal, depending on the seasonality of the food yeah. and so forth. Is it, is it so, a prerequisite to have all this fancy language? You know, for me, I'd be like, listen, this is like a, a salty mashed potato. <laughs> then when are you going to come and say, oh, this is a, a, um, a savory sauteed what, what? And I'm like, sweetie, mesh potato. But you wanted, you wanted to know what sets us apart from cooks and chefs. Ah, yes, that, that's, that's it. it. That's so, it. It's not just butternut. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, wow. It is honey-induced, pureed, pureed what, 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 what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, before but, I hand over to, uh, to, to, to me with his questions. Okay, you, you, you are in the moment. Okay, I'm going to let Dumi ask his question, but then my question to you that you can answer a bit later is this, because in case I forget, it. I think besides the, the money that photographers earn and the type of money they spend 
on equipment and being able to get your name out there. One of the biggest challenges that you're facing right now is when you put a picture that mm. you took on social media and it goes viral without being credited. And next thing you find it in a magazine, you find it in a, because the Twitter yeah. laws are like, once you put it on Twitter, it's, it's, public, it's part, it's part of public. Yeah. You know, anyone can do anything with it. And how do you work that out? And also, what is that thing? Is everybody waiting for that thing? You know, there's that picture that's going to, to set you apart. I remember there's this guy, uh, uh, Andrew, he calls himself a Drew so- so- Drew Soglo on, 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 um, on social media. Yeah. He took a picture during the Fees Must Fall and it was a picture of Nompendolo standing in the middle of the dusty road with the whole crowd behind her and she's yeah. looking back, looking all powerful. That picture went viral. It was on CNN. It was on BBC. It was on each and every platform you could think of. It yeah. was in the papers. And yes, some they kind of did uh, credit him. But I'm thinking, sometimes does it not take that one picture to make it to a point where we like now saying like, listen, you want a photographer? That's the guy you're going to call. Because I remember with Drew, yeah. with Drew Soglo, after seeing that picture, I hired him for my book launch. Had it not been for that picture, I wouldn't have known him. Yeah. But now, how do you go around that whole red tape of people saying, oh yeah, I kind of took it, but then he put it on social media and then it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, I think luckily for me, I've never had that experience, but I've, I've always been very scared of that, that experience to a point that I even got to a place in my life where I was limited to mm. what I want to post. But I just realized, you know what? This is my art. This is what I love. Yeah. Should it happen, which is uncontrollable, obviously, yeah. it will happen. I'm, it's beyond my control and I've accepted that. Yeah. But I realized that I can't stop taking out my content because once I stop taking out my content, that's when so also I become invincible. Yeah. So I just, you know what? I, I post it out there. If somebody takes it, I'll be very angry, yeah. <laughs> but I can't control it. Yeah. I can't control it, unfortunately. And um, speaking about an image that um, def- definitely changes your career and makes you puts you on top, you know, mm. um, there's many photographers photographers that I can think about, like one that you mentioned, and I think Steve Curry, if you remember the African girl, yes, Steph Curry, w- yes, when he yes, took that yes. picture. I mean, till today, everyone is still crying over that picture. Yeah, Indeed. and that's the artist that I fell in love with as soon as I yeah. saw that picture. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also hoping one day I'll get that picture. But I've, I've always said that some pictures you never realized how much they mean. Um, you may, let's say, for example, I take a picture and I forget about it. And then I post it some of the time and all of a sudden it grows. Um, but you never always know if it will be the best picture ever. Yeah. Sometimes you think it's the yeah. best picture and it's not. But you're always as good as the last artwork. So, so I mean, like, you just keep on picture. creating so, content. Can, so yeah. Um, so, you know, as, as I said, one of the um, our followers and avid listeners um, asked in so far as, as, as money. Um, Jeff Lella has already told us that um, it was horrific. And, and if she had a choice, you know, but, but she considered her options and, and ultimately followed the dream. And, and, you know, I still haven't got, um, what you studied at school. Um, and you did talk about challenges and finance, but are there specific subjects? Um, do you think, you know, people know about this type of unconventional careers like photography and, um, you know, um, chef and, and, and the likes? What's your view? 
Well, I think that people are exposed to them to a certain degree. However, um, I don't think there's enough sponsorships that says, look, you're a great artist. Here's yeah. some money. Go study. Yes. People are saying, are you good at science? Oh, go study that. Yes. But they're not realizing that they're limiting um, kids and they're not encouraging kids mm. to try other mediums. I mean, we all can't be lawyers. We all can't be um, doctors, doctors and so yes. on. But also doctors can never be artists. Indeed. Can never be, um, yes. you know, Steve McCary, for example. Yeah. Um, so I think the problem is people are just not giving enough funding. So even if student wants to wants to go there, and also a parent is like, I'm not going to spend 90 grand sure. yes. for you to go study something that I have no idea if you're going to make money from yeah. or not. So, yeah. I mean, both of you, and, and what's coming out for me is... Um, some of it, if not most of it, had to do with some, um, you know, sympathy from parents, ultimately, or family and relative. Mm-hmm. I think in your case, Canelo, you said, listen, they were quite shocked and they were of the view that, listen, is this really what you want to do? Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for someone who's listening, they're probably also going through those challenges and thinking, should I, um, like Jeff Lelo did, um, you know, pursue this or not? Mm-hmm. And, and sitting from, from where you are and, and now in answering my question, does it, Really, you know, is it fulfilling from a financial perspective or is it something that you'd want to do on the basis that this is passion and, and you love it? You know, I always say that um, rather spend um, every day of your life doing something that you really love mm-hmm. than earn millions and hate what you do. Because yeah. then that's not a, a life that you want to have. Um, so I think as far as the money goes, um, you might not earn what you mu- you want to earn. Yes. But trust me, if you have passion for it, yeah. you'll sleep at 11 o'clock working yes. on what mm-hmm. you want. Absolutely. You will, you know... Um, Walk to where yeah. you have to get to, get to that interview that you need necessary. to get to, yes. and that is more precious than actually earning that money. Right stuff. Um, so, so I, I love that, and I think it's quite um, fulfilling, and it talks to to the person. And and really, at the end of the day, money, yes, it's important, and it deals with things. But if you ultimately are committed and and loving it, you definitely make a killing. But so for someone who's listening, um, Rami, I know you, you want to come in here and is sitting in high school and says, um, you know, I always wanted to be a, an accountant, mm. uh, a doctor or otherwise, but I, I'm good in what I do, um, you know, be it cooking or otherwise. Um, what do you say to that person? Yeah, in English, guys. <laughs> okay. So I, I must rephrase. No, Someone no. <laughs> no, you don't have to rephrase. Um, we got that. For me, like Gananello said, I prefer to follow a passion. I did not. Like, I went both sides of the world. And in all honesty, I was very miserable. But sometimes we do what we need to do in order to get where we want to go. Absolutely. First. So I Absolutely. feel like my journey did take a detour to teach me some things. Yeah. And then I ended up um, where I am now, knowing more. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like um, follow your passion. But sometimes in a realistic world, do what you need to do to get yourself where you want to be. Absolutely. I've always believed because like like me being an artist as well, you know, just to add on what you say, uh, I always say that um, you can have a job, mm-hmm. but just because you have a job, it doesn't mean you have to stop working. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So I because agree. I have a job, but I've never stopped working. And there's been days where I didn't have a job, yeah. but I never stopped working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So work is what you want to do. Yeah. Job is what you need, need to do. To do. Yeah. yeah. I think to And when you cover the need, yeah. then it's easy to get to the want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think just to add to that, I think anyone that's coming 
out of um, is a matriculant and is looking for something to study, I would say, in all honesty, if you're coming out of high school right now, this is the time to yeah. hustle. You know, yes. you don't have any kids. You don't have a wife. Absolutely. You don't have all these no responsibilities. And responsibilities. So if there's any other time, even if you just graduated, for example, coming from photography or any other um, unconventional, um, uh, how can I say, unconventional career, yes. this is the time to actually go eat baked beans yeah. and, you know, yeah. do the hustle. Yeah. Because, the yeah. because trust me, if you hustle from um, 22 and yes. you hustle till you're 30 By 30 you will be getting that salary that you really Absolutely. want to get That is so That is so, also true yeah. That is so true Yeah. And you know what Okay Now that we've kind of spoken about You know There's a job There's work There's trying to hustle and get to that yep. But one other thing that I want us to To just quickly address Which has been um, Just been like Pinching me On my butt about this whole thing, <laughs> unconventional careers. Uh, and I think I touched on it the other week when we we're speaking about education or yes. what not doing. But I think one of the worst things that we in society and our, 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 our institutions and even the government to a certain extent and us as the, as culture, as a people is that we completely undermined the power of Creativity, the power of the yes. so-called unconventional things. Indeed. For instance, now when I was in sub A, this that's how old I am. <laughs> when I was in sub A, you would still have learn the normal, the so-called normal, have normal lessons, and then in the middle of the school of, of the lessons somewhere we had athletics. You would run. They would try and see if you can run or you can sprint yes. or you are a marathon runner, whatever. They can check if you can do long jump. You can do high jump. Can you do short put and you know, different spots? And they will just start selecting and say, Oh, we think you're good in this. You're good. We think we are good in that. And we had a whole lot of competitions. And not only that, we also had different things. We had disketch, you know, it yes. wasn't drama. Then. Podcast and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we had quite we had a uh, gambut dancing we yes. had normal dancing we had ballroom dancing with those horrific instrumental songs that someone <laughs> would play on a keyboard and record and distribute yeah. we understand that and now uh, in the and as the years went on i realized how with private education for instance people started privatizing everything yes. right now my daughter is starting to learn how to play guitar but at school, that is an extra, extra mural yeah. activity. Yeah. So I have to pay extra for her to mm. learn how to play guitar. You understand? You have to play extra for someone to learn how to play the piano. But then there is choir. Then choir is kind of like general. But also that is not necessarily encouraged. And then they, even when they send the letter, they're like, we encourage your child to do at least one extra mural activity. Yeah. And I'm saying when we were growing up, all extra mural activities, there were compulsory they were part of the syllabus and we forget that things that you do with your hands things that things that um um trigger or that 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 um that that spark a light into what you would want to do it's all the creative stuff like for instance people who are in the choir or when you play the piano yes it doesn't mean you want to be a musician it's but that thing. helps with your maths yeah uh, that is why the so-called geniuses they would listen to classical music Indeed. so and so they listen to all these like mellow music that doesn't have lyrics and all of that but there is a way uh that creativity and doing things with your hands and doing things with your uh with um 
the creative using the creative side of your mind influences the what we call the so-called normal and right now that is why we've got people being retrenched yes because we do not apply the creative side of, of things. the of things no, so that we can actually ignite something a fire in people because right now People are sitting in careers that they honestly do not like and they're yeah. sitting in fear because nobody said to them, in fact, let's, let's spark something in you. You never know where you might end up. Sure. And, and, and Rami, let me ask you, especially coming from the creative arts and, and from being a musician and, um, an entertainer to a certain extent. I mean, this is also what some people, you know, they, they see people on TV and, and, and they probably think that, you know, either, you did one or two things or probably picked on the street and stuff. What, yeah. what has it been like and, and how did you get in? Um, and, and ultimately made, made a success out of it in the industry. Yeah. Um, acting or whatever music, whatever, whatever that you're doing. Well, <laughs> um, it was just that whole thing. Like, okay, I was one of the lucky few, um, who before I was, I, I, I knew what I wanted to do. From a very young age, from when I was like five, six years old, I knew I've always wanted to be a performer. You know, I would watch TV, act stuff out, listen, learn words, learn things. And, uh, and then when I was about 11 years old, no, yeah, 10 years old, that's when I got a confirmation that this is what I wanted to do. As much as my parents were quite scared and they were like, oh yeah, maybe you must study something that you can fall back on. But they've always known. I've always known. It wasn't that I, I didn't get into acting, into the creative arts because I was frustrated and I didn't know my physics. I hated physics. <laughs> I hated maths. I didn't like the fact of getting to learn all that algebra, your trigonometry and your geometry. And solving for obtuse angles and your octagons and all those kind of things. I honestly did not care. I remember there was one day in Standard 8, there was a point where I was doing meds higher grade then. And I ended up going back like all the way down. But I was doing meds higher grade. And then there was this guy, a teacher called Carl Omerod. And he was such a meds genius. Yeah. And he, but he was boring. <laughs> I mean, he was so bland. And he would be teaching there. And I remember one day he was teaching. I think I was just bluesing. I was probably thinking, singing a song in my head. <laughs> and out of the corner of my eye, I just saw this piece of chalk. Flying, coming towards you. <laughs> he was hitting me. It's like, why are you not focused? Why are you not even listening in class? You're busy dreaming. Yeah, you are in La La Land. Yes. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, sweetie, where I am going, I don't need geometry. Trust me. You know. And, and it but has worked out. And it has worked out. Indeed. And I still don't need geometry. This is the thing. And 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 and, and I guess, I mean, end of the day, what's also keeping you at it? It's, yeah. It's the passion and the it love. It is the passion. You it know, is and, the passion and, and, and pushes you yeah, through. But, definitely. But from from where you sit. Um, and, and now with what you know, we're looking at either fees must fall or access to education. I think all of you know that government has recently announced um, free education and it only applies to first years and if you've been accepted and stuff like that. Um, do you think government, including civil society and ourselves, are doing enough to a certain extent to promote these um, I'd say um, unconventional or not so limelight type of careers? Uh, in my opinion, not at all. Not at all. And I feel like um, we're at a stage where more can be done. And I say this from a perspective of being on the same scale globally with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Social media has put us there. If you think about South Africa 10 years ago, a makeup artist wasn't a thing. No. Yes. So now because we are 
like on par with all the trends happening yeah, around exposed, the world. Yeah. We're exposed. So I feel like there are many, many, many careers. And even when you were at school, there was always these couple of students who weren't doing so well academically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all the focus and all the attention and all the funds go towards the smart Kids who are smart academically, mm-hmm. but nothing in the arts gets yeah. that much attention, and yeah. that's think, not okay. I think just to add to that, the problem I think about society is how we de- define smart. Yes, yes. Yeah. smart can't be science. That yes. means you are theory. Yes. Have you seen someone try to carpen something? I mean, yes. that takes absolute genius. I mean, the skill to do that. Yep. That is smart yeah. for me. Yes. If you know one plus one, congratulations, you can memorize. But that's not <laughs> smart. Yeah. <laughs> Who ex all that survey is. Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> no, I, but you know, personally, uh, sorry, Jim, just, uh, just, just to add to what Lelo and, and Galala say is that I actually think, for instance, a whole lot of departments in, in, um, in, in our country are, are, are led by people who are not equipped to lead them. Do you, do you understand? Mm. Just because you're in government or you're a politician, for instance, it doesn't mean you can run a department like arts and culture. Indeed. You know, Great. I think you need, even if you were to be a, the head of, but you need a whole lot of creative minds to bring that kind of insights. And even in other, in other departments, the so-called conventional departments, yes. they need people because that's one of the things that I do usually. I get called on by corporate, um, corporate companies. They're like, okay, listen, this is what we're doing. We're trying to do team building f- for our company and all of that. That's when they get creative people to come in because you have to bring the fun element to do the whole thing that I was yes. telling you about yeah. to reignite, to, to, to remind people, people yes. why they're doing what they're doing and to remind them why they love what they're doing. But because they cannot be locked into that whole that thing, yeah. Rafael, I am a scientist, so I cannot have fun. I can't do this. I can't do that. But yeah. we actually need everything. It is so intertwined, which is why for me it is sad that the creative side of things, the so-called unconventional, um, Ways of doing things mm-hmm. are not included in the syllabus in yes. our country. We are losing so much mm-hmm. and we think it is time that changed, that we take it seriously. And I think it will be better for education. It will take care of unemployment. It will Absolutely. take care of a whole lot of fields True. so that we can be on par with the rest of the world. Indeed. Um, so another question that has come through is, um, what other useful information that you can share, um, with people who may be interested in, um, is it, what do you call it? Culinary arts. Culinary arts. Yes. Thank you. And photography. Um, if people are seeking information and stuff, what would you say? What What can they do um, to get a bit of info? Okay. Um, I've been getting a lot of DMs in that regard as well, where people were asking me what in what direction they should go and sure. who, should they co- who they should contact. But um, recently, on my part, I've seen that the Department of Education does have a few scholarships. Okay. Uh, the Department of Tourism, rather. Yes. It does have a few scholarships. Woolworths also had a scholarship nice. for someone to uh, who's interested in culinary arts. So that is the direction where you need to look. And a lot of hotels are also willing to offer traineeships. So that's what they should look into as well. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll also share the info. I mean, one of the things that we have on countryduty.org is, 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 is a instance where we, we pay matriculants and people who need to apply online and pair them with someone who's willing to assist. And with such, you know, um, direction, we'd be happy to, to assist in that regard and, and, and have access to internet and, and point out. Well, and I would have said Kanalelo would, would want to yeah? maybe give us his. 
version of? Um, I think, well, when it comes to photography, um, they can try the arts and culture department. They also do give some sponsorships, but literally that's like the only one I know, yeah. which actually yeah. shows the scarcity limited, yeah. of um, um, what is offered. But I think just to add on to your point as well, when you were speaking about um, that government should expose other careers, mm-hmm. that also sometimes the careers that they're focusing on now won't be existing in the next 50 years. Yeah. So maybe we should be looking at the next 50 years yeah. and not actually focusing on what's in demand today. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That is so, so true. For sure. But I mean, I, I just have one question for you. With the with the advent of your Instagram, and, and I think both of you, um, people always take pictures of, of, of food, for example. I mean, there's there's even played Twitter um, mm-hmm. where, where <laughs> suddenly people like put stuff and stuff like that. How, how do you remain relevant and on top of your game with this advent of technology and the likes? Um, I think for me, I use um, Facebook as a platform. Um, usually I try to post um, work that I've done recently to attract more business or more clients, should I say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also use Instagram. And also, I think Instagram, the power of hashtag, yes. has actually helped us a lot. Yeah. Even exposing us to people that would never look at our work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that might help in terms of getting business. But um, as an artist, you always want criticism. So some is good, some is bad. <laughs> yes. But I think I'd rather listen to the bad than good because yeah. I know I'm good. Indeed. Uh, absolutely. Great stuff. That's very absolutely. powerful. Well, guys, we've gotten, we've come to the end of the show, believe it or not. But, well, and we I was have. about to, 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 to come in and, and ask a few questions. And, a few questions. And get wait. a sense from, from, from But you know from what, guys? Peeps, just, uh, we, we'll, we can continue the conversation offline. Yeah. Well, off air, we're still on Insta, uh, not on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Yes. Uh, you can give us all your questions and we'll try and get to, uh, Get as many answers as possible. Tag your favorite chef. Tag your favorite unconventional career person that you think you might need uh, help with. You know, there's, there's, there's that whole saying that I am doing this and this and this. Yes. Uh, please retweet because your, um, your, my, your, my client might be on your timeline kind yes, of thing. Yes. So let's take it out there Indeed. and let's make sure that we make the so-called, uh, Unconventional to be the actual thing that is quite in because we are being left behind. But Indeed. that's been that's been country duty for uh, for tonight. Uh, and thanks we'll for talk to you next week. Indeed, and thanks for listening in. And thank you to our lovely guest. It's very it's been very helpful and, and interesting. Thank thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Great stuff. Thank you. Cheers. This is CliffCentral.com.